0: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my love, welcome to today's radio show.
1: Thank you. It is absolutely my pleasure, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with this show, and I'm pretty sure it affects just about 110% of our listeners, so looking forward to it.
0: That's right. And guys, the topic of today's show is a pick up from where we left off yesterday. It's a conflict avoider's guide to embracing conflict. But before we get to our first point, a couple housekeeping keep- items. Number one, um, we are going to be on Dottie Herman's radio show in uh, – Mon- it's mostly Long Island, New York City and all that. So that's going to happen Saturday morning for those East Coast listeners. I think it will give us an opportunity to kind of talk about things we don't normally talk about um, on our own radio show. So, I mean, if you know, if Dottie is kind of like, I think Dottie actually was named by Forbes magazine as being the wealthiest woman in real estate. And if I remember correctly, her net worth was close to 400 million. So, talk about a lady that's been there, done that, you know. And uh, we can all learn something from her. But we're going to be on her radio show, and it's an AM radio show that happens every Saturday morning. It has a ton of listeners in the New York tri-state area. So, in any event, that's going to be fun. Um, Second housekeeping item, we are receiving a lot of uh, requests from you who want to get in our VIP program. The VIP coaching program has been, as a lot of you guys have been told, closed for the past like 90 to 120 days. Why? Because we have been working on updating content. We've been working on um, making, frankly, our coaches better. We've been putting coaches through some intensive training. But we are going to be opening the VIP program up starting probably February 1st. Now, what is VIP? VIP, in essence, is private coaching. So those of you who are in Premier Coaching, you guys get uh, one private coaching call per month, and the private coaching call is done by a different coach every month as you know which is fine it's great I mean for the value for less than a hundred dollars a month that's an incredible coaching program a perfect coaching program for anyone to get started learning the right path to realistic success now some of you guys will want to graduate to the VIP program and that's where you'll be assigned to your own individual coach Julie and I do coaches or do uh, VIP coaching client calls um, you know so this is something that we have a lot of I dare I say passion, but we really truly do. The the private coaching, the one-on-one coaching calls, they're my favorite part of our business um, because it's, you know, it's one of the clearest, easiest paths to realizing for us that what we're saying and how we're saying it and what we're doing and all that is having a huge impact. And you guys know who our VIP coaching clients are. They're pretty much some of the top producers in the nation. Go back and listen to some of our superstar interviews that we've had on Real Estate Coaching Radio, which you can also get all of our past shows for, uh, going to um, just you know, They're all there. It's almost, I think, 2,000 shows or something, which we've been doing this for a while. But go back and listen to the superstar interviews. Most of them are VIP coaching clients. But we're going to be opening the doors to that program again starting February 1st. If you're interested, um, I have kind of a low-tech way for you to let me know. Just email us directly. Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Again, you know, Premier Coaching is the place where most of you get started because it's a really, you know, I mean, it's a. I had a, a guy's true story. So we have a, a new salesperson that's starting with us, and one of the a tasks I gave her before I would consider hiring her is I wanted to go out, her to go out, and um, do a competitive analysis of who all of our competitors were. Now, obviously, you know, I know what our competitors are offering and what price points and all that. I know I know that, but I want her to know it. So she sends me this email, just did a really brilliant job at this thing. I should publish the report. It's ridiculous. Um, and by the way, we're going to use some of her research on Comparacoach.com. So if you guys have ever wanted to sort of go out there and have a real quick, easy way of understanding you know, what coaches offer and for what price points and whatever, just go to Comparacoach.com. So anyway, she went and did all this research. She sent me this summary email saying, "I cannot believe with the value you guys offer for what you're, you know, basically the product you guys are the produce, you know, the pre-listing pack, the listing presentations, the scripts, every single thing." ad ideas, technology ideas, every single thing you'd possibly need to have to build a coaching um, – you know, I'm sorry, a real estate practice is all part of Premier Coaching. In addition to that, you get two semi-private coaching calls per week, and you get a private coaching call per per month. And it's all for less than $100 a month if you use the the uh, you know the student approv- approval program, which, by the way, makes it so that literally every single one of you, regardless of what your credit is, regardless of how new you are in real estate, regardless of what your everything is, you can become a Premier Coaching program because these lenders we've aligned ourselves with. So every single one of you will be approved automatically if you want to be part of Premier Coaching. So she does all this research on this, Julie. You know, I mean, obviously we know we, what we offer is pretty. You know, there's there's no comparison. So she sends me this email back, and she goes from being like, Yeah, I'd like the job, now just be like, Oh my gosh, I'll, you know, like <laughs> hire me today. This is you something know. that I'm sure agents will bet. She used to be in the mortgage business, so she kind of understands. <laughs> the many obstacles to building a successful business um, when you're a salesperson. It's really challenging. And so Premier Coaching is definitely the shortcut that many of you guys are looking for. Um, if you're looking for the shortest path to the top of the mountain, this truly is the easy button. Consider becoming a Premier Coaching client. And again, those of you who are in Premier Coaching or want to skip Premier Coaching, go to VIP. That program is going to be uh, taking new students again, new members, starting uh, February 1st. So just email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Okay, housekeeping out of the way. And Julie, I believe you have an email to read.
1: I do, and this is from an anonymous agent, just asked when uh, she sent the email to keep it anonymous if I use it on the radio, and I'm always happy to do so, uh, from a Keller Williams office in the Washington State area. And she writes, hi, Julie, I enjoyed our call yesterday. I love the uh, home improvement infographic. Where she's referring to something we did in the uh, premier class. The thing that we posted in that class was a little document that you guys can use when you're in front of a homeowner, and they say, maybe I just want to fix this home up and not sell it, or maybe I want to move. So we're always helping you to move these clients forward and giving you the tools to do that. So that's what she's referring to. But she goes on to say, by the way, I wanted to tell you that you are the main reason I signed up for your coaching program. Your advice is excellent. I've been following your podcast for almost a year now and have learned so much. One thing that kind of saved me was the advice that you and Tim gave about signing up for BPOs. That started to bring in enough revenue to offset my monthly real estate fees and gave me more confidence to keep going. I, was just hemorrh- I wasn't I he- was just hemorrhaging anymore. I had some income coming in from this. So uh, she goes on to say, I've been doing the program for about three months now. With uh, I had been doing it with little success because of the behaviors that you and Tim then called me out about in the podcast, namely... Here it comes. I haven't done enough prospecting. It is way outside my comfort zone. I'm one of those sensitive types that has a real problem picking up the phone, but Jeb Blount is so right. I just bought his book yesterday after your show. That's the prospecting book that we recommended both in the podcast and in my premier coaching class. Uh, Nothing works better than picking up the phone and having real conversations. I started calling on expireds in August, and I've been slowly building a future pipeline as a result of that. My prospecting since that time had been erratic, but now that I've read that book from your class – I'm, those behaviors are going to end. Thanks for your great program. I'm going to crush it this year. So there you have it, okay? And the reason that I chose that email, Tim, was because shes you can see that she's taking action and she's putting bits and pieces together, right? So she started out doing BPOs, getting some cash flow. We got We know that you all have a lot of real estate fees and stuff that you get dinged with every month. So she's offsetting that by learning how to do BPOs, and the upshot of that is she's becoming a better pricer in you know earn while you learn and then she was coachable and read the recommended book that we've been talking about and she's actually not just saying hey that was a great book but she's implementing that so nice job out in washington state thank you for sharing that we appreciate it and i know you're going to crush it if you keep on taking action so keep your emails coming in back to you tim
0: well so first of and i jillie you reminded me um we have we did receive a ton of Christmas cards from you guys.
1: Um, oh yes, And uh, we
0: apologize. <laughs> yes, we apologize for not uh, if we haven't thanked you for that sooner. I had a coaching client send me a very nice Mont Blanc pen, which was a really total shocking surprise. Uh, so thank you for that. That was really nice. Um, and by the way, Jeb Blunt from Julius. What's it called? Pure, what's the book? His book's name again, so we can I, I, I will get erase, the erase thing
1: for you shortly.
0: Yeah, did I tell you he's going to be a guest oh, yeah. on an upcoming show? Did I tell you we got him I scheduled? I thought I ever heard that. Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. that's cool. That's so he's be gonna be I think show. he's going I think that's gonna be like the beginning of February. So we're gonna have him on the show. Uh but a guy's will foreshadow it. He's gonna pretty much in his own way say exactly what we've been telling you, so don't be surprised. Yes. <laughs> you
1: know, and it's called it him, like uh, Fanatical your, Fanatical Prospecting. The ultimate guide to opening sales conversations. Fanatical Prospecting and the last name is B L O U N T. There you go.
0: Right. There you go. So you guys should get that book. Um And it's really, again, our mindset about selling, about, you know, you guys are entrepreneurs. You guys are small business owners. You guys have limited resources, money. You guys have limited resources, time. And basically, you guys have limited skills, right? And let's just be honest. And if you're going to be successful, you need the truest, shortest path that's going to get you there with the highest degree of certainty that you'll have success, success making money because you are a business owner. You're an entrepreneur, And really, guys, at the end of the day, you are inundated with so many distractions. We talk about it every single day on the podcast. And when my goal is, Julie's goal is, after the end of this show, we want to make sure that we have made it so that you guys feel like you are able to shut off all the static that's going on around you and you have a very clear path to follow. Life sort of makes sense is the feeling I want you to have after you listen to our radio show every day. And really, this year... Every year, this has been true for the past ten years because more and more of these companies come to market. But every year, this year, more so than last year, there are so many more of these new companies that are trying to sell you guys things that you really maybe don't need right away, if at ever at all. And what do I mean by that? If you start your business out thinking that you have to buy leads, you're never going to have a very profitable, if at profitable business at all. You'll, you'll literally you'll flounder. You'll never learn the skills. If you, so if you start you know, let's say you have, a, you, know, you have a noble goal in mind. You want to help 50 people buy or sell a home this year, but you don't know how to actually go out and get the business. And you say, well, I'll just go out and work a bunch of buyers. And you, then you say, well, I'll just go out and buy a bunch of buyer leads then you don't really understand the ramifications of those decisions. You're not going to make any profit. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to be out of the business. That's one of the reasons why the failure rate is so incredibly high in real estate. Here's an interesting thought. The failure rate in real estate, I just had this, is basically, depending on what you read, something like 90% of all agents fail out. I'm making these numbers up, but it's, it's in this same you know level. 90% of all agents fail out of the business within 24 months or something like that. What's fascinating to me is with the dawn dawn of all these done-for-you lead generation things and fancy CRMs and complicated follow-up campaigns and team models and all the rest of it, that statistic has stayed the same. So in other words, if all these things actually worked to make it so that you you could have success quicker – that it would ensure that you would be able to weather the financial storms that are part of being an entrepreneur, what you then realized was that, you know what, at the end of the day, I need to learn how to have the skill set and the mindset to do this myself so I don't have to be reliant on somebody else. And Jeb's book really hits on that. He talks about the social networking sort of trend. He talks about the, you know, in his world, he doesn't call it the team trend, but he talks about, you know, the team trend. He talks about all these other personal branding things. And, you know, all those things have a place in your business, there's no doubt. But again, if you're essentially, maybe never, that's the truth. Our most successful real estate clients have always been the ones that just keep their heads drilled down, focused on the dollar productive productive activities every day, and, and, and primarily listing agents. And when you have that mindset, when you approach your day like that, everything just clicks so much faster, so much less stress. And you're not distracted by all these shiny you – know, you're not on Facebook looking for the latest gimmick on how to generate leads off Facebook, for example. Okay? So these are just different mindset things you guys should consider. Go back and listen to past podcasts. Read Jeb's book. Stay focused. Make this the best year ever. Julie, let's just jump in right into our uh, next point.
1: You got it. So uh, yesterday's show we talked about how you know if you're a conflict avoider. Today we're going to talk about what to do about it. So here's the secret. The things we talked about yesterday, like avoiding, you know, making contact when you're stressed about, you know, talking to somebody, practicing self agency, only thinking about yourself when you're in conflict, you know, all of that stuff we talked about. Here's the secret: all of those behaviors cost you money. They also cost you your sanity. The solution is do what Susan Jeffers rec- recommends in her book: feel the fear and do it anyway. We use that book a lot in coaching. Here's a quick quote from that: the only way to get rid of the fear of doing something is to go out and do it. When you do it often enough, you will no longer be afraid in that particular situation. You will have faced the unknown and you will have handled it. Then new challenges await you, which certainly add to the excitement in living. A a large part of her book talks about all fear stems from thinking you won't be able to handle it. So that's why she says when you do it often enough, you will not be afraid of that, and then you'll know that you have handled it because you've done it over and over and over. So here are your strategies. Number one. Don't react immediately upon reading an email, getting an offer or counteroffer, or finding out something is really going wrong. So when conflict occurs, whether it's real or imagined, decide that you're not going to immediately react. Take a breath and wait at least 30 minutes. I guarantee you, you'll feel better, the situation will be better, you've got to take a break and don't be so reactionary. And you guys know who you are. You also have dealt with other agents, I'm sure, in your transactions where something goes awry and immediately they're escalating that conflict. So would you agree with that, Tim? Just take a break when you feel that bubbling up?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And and, you know, don't react. Generally speaking, your first reaction is going to be a negative reaction right? True. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. flight or flight reaction. That's what's going to happen. Your circadian brain is going to creep in and you're all of a sudden going to not think, be acting in a behavior that maybe 10 minutes or 20 minutes later you would have necessarily thought was the smartest move. So definitely, you know, take that breath. It makes sense.
1: That's right. And point number two, while you're taking that breath, do not react on Facebook, Twitter, or other social media. Your friends on Facebook have their own things going on, okay? They usually are not going to help any, and they probably will escalate it along with you. So don't post your drama, real estate or otherwise, on Facebook. Resist, resist, especially during that 30-minute break. So point number three, understand the other person's position. Why is this conflict occurring? Be compassionate and empathetic versus being volatile and nervous, now, I was trying to think, Tim. You had a saying with our real estate deals, uh, you know, be compassionate without getting in the mud with them. I can't remember exactly how you put that. Actually, show compassion. Yeah. Show compassion.
0: With, show, show emotion without being emotional.
1: That's what it is. That's right. Yeah, without you know, you know getting from? in the mud with them. Mm-mm.
0: Do you know who that came I from? Don't remember. I don't remember. Rory.
1: Oh really? Sorry. <laughs> that sounds yeah. like Yeah, Our first broker told
0: us that. Yeah. For, show that emotion sense. without being emotional, which p- specifically means don't basically start it, and that's another thing that's really if you guys have suffered from real estate burnout chances are it's because you've had a couple high emotionally, you know, basically people that were going through stressful life changes and that will absolutely burn you out. When you go yeah. on li- guys, look, sure. we've been there done that. I know what it's like to go on listing appointments. When someone's passed away, when someone's, you know, life changing is not always a good thing. And you go and you talk with these people, and they're in these sort of states of, you know, getting over something or working through something, it's really, really, really difficult to shield yourself from absorbing their emotions, but you have to, just like a professional does, just like a doctor does, just like anybody who's a professional. Because what happens is if you allow their drama to take over your life, you actually become less effective. I know that is counterintuitive. Uh, Those of you guys who pride yourselves in listening and caring and customer service and taking care of your clients and all this, I'm not saying anything different than that. What I'm saying is be like that. Show emotion without being emotional because when you become emotional, you actually become less effective at giving them the advice that they need to hear. Are you going to be willing to tell somebody that's going through some horrible life-changing thing when you're sitting in front of them at their kitchen table, bad news about their house if you've jumped into the muck about with them with whatever's going on in their emotions? And those mo- emotions, because you're human, they creep in. They, they actually go and they'll start – taking over your life. And guys, guess what? It happens with realtors it, it either. I mean you get realtor drama, you know, any kind of drama basically, that it'll walk right past your you know, your wall, your high Game of Thrones type wall, if you guys are, you know, HBO nerds like Julie and I are. And they'll walk right the, the the night walkers will walk right past and then you will realize that all of a, a sudden you're it. feeling stressed. And you're like saying, Oh my God, I feel so burned out and it's only, you know, February and how am I going to get my mindset back? It's because continuously you have allowed, yourselves, allowed yourself to become an emotional sponge. So just like you would with a sponge, wring the sponge out and then start monitoring the kind of information you're allowed to creep, allowing to creep into your mind. Do not allow people to be emotional vampires. You're surrounded by – your clients are allowed to be – they're paying you. So you have to listen to their drama. But everybody else beyond that, you need to meter it so you're not taking it in so it won't adversely affect your mindset. And when you get those – really emotionally draining clients, and you will, I promise you, you need to remind yourself constantly in your head that this person is an emotional vampire. Show emotion without being emotional. Do a, Be a professional. Help them accomplish their specific goal. But whatever you do, do not get in the muck with them. Do, just avoid it. It's difficult to do, but that's how you have to be if you want to be a professional. Otherwise, guys, I promise you, that one emotional vampire – they're, you know, this great seller, someone just passed away. Just every time you walk in the house, it just feels sad. Every time you talk to the seller, it just feels sad. That feeling, that emotion is going to totally and completely wreck your business. It just will. So be smart. Put up a high barrier. Do not let the night walkers in. Monitor yourself for any emotional vampires you have in your life and protect yourself. That goes back to one of the reasons why in the real estate treasure map. And guys, you guys are buying this book on Amazon, and I appreciate it. Right every time you buy one of our books we make 10 bucks but listen stop buying our books <laughs> right we give we're going them them to give you for free we're going to give them to you <laughs> just fill out the form guys just get, really seriously okay. go to timandjulieharris.com. a lot of you are on the site right now you're listening to this show fill you see that form right there it shows all those pretty book images you get all those for free in the digital format just by completing that form and you also are going to be able to have a call with one of our new member coaches and learn about premier coaching so fill out that form Absolutely, positively take care of it. And you can also just go directly to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Now, one of the most important books of all the books we're giving you is the Real Estate Treasure Map. And part of the Real Estate Treasure Map is helping you drill down on your morning schedule, helping you understand the importance of protecting your mindset. And, guys, it really does come down to having a regimented day. Julie, you know what we need to do? Write this down. Radio Mm, show idea. We've done this before, Mm -hmm. but we need to do it again. We need to basically help these guys understand uh, the importance of recognizing what the early warning signs are, yep, and uh, condensing their daily focus uh, down to the five core activities. Their five minimum standards per day, and then monitoring themselves with the um, uh, you know Ideal the day. early warning signs thing. Yeah. So yep, let's go. So it. let's go back to that. So that that's it, and that's how you do it. There's no secret sauce to this. There's no mantra. There's no meditation. There's no yoga. There's no magic drink that i'm going to you know there's nothing it's basically you guys saying during these hours of the day the i'm putting my walls up you i will not allow anybody outside to come in and screw with my mindset all you people at drama can just f off stay outside of my wall because i'm right. focusing on basically being the best i can of generating leads setting an appointment every single day getting price reductions negotiating contracts that's where your focus has to be. Don't walk outside of your office. Don't jump on Facebook to some Facebook group, not even ours. Just stay focused on what matters most every day. Real Estate Treasure Map lays it all out for you. You get the book for free, fill out the form. Next point, my dear.
1: All right, point number four, write out your reaction and review it before you shoot off an email or make a phone call. Does it sound reasonable? Does it maybe sound a little crazy sometimes? Do you seem to be working towards a solution, or does it sound like you're escalating the situation? It's interesting when people have to write it out, right? And you actually read through what you were about to say or email to somebody. Oftentimes, you might find yourself editing something, okay? Especially if you do this right after something happens. So make sure you write it out, review it, ask yourself if you were reading it, how you would feel. Are you making things better? Are you making things worse? I think that's a great tool. Even if you just write out your bullet points, that's okay. Don't shoot it off without reading it, okay? So write it, edit it. Make sure it makes sense, okay? Point number five, never reject an offer. This is a major thing. Some of you guys get all worked up, and especially, I mean, of recent times where many of you are in lower inventory, multiple offers, you're used to getting over lists. Don't reject an offer. I don't care how low or crazy sounding it is. Always counter, even if it seems crazy. Your job is to keep the negotiation alive. Your job is to say, and there was a great script, hopefully I can remember this. Clearly, clearly, you know, when your seller gets mad that something came in too low or too low for them, don't be mad at that person. That person loves your house and was willing to write an offer. Be mad at everyone else who tracked your carpet up and didn't r- bother writing anything for you. So counter offer everything, even if you don't feel like it. Does that make sense, Tim? I think you, you have to remember whenever we learned that, <laughs> you know, counter everything rule. Yeah, I agree completely. Yes, counter-everything
0: rule, because at the end of the day, the buyer's agent on the other side, if you're a listing agent, or the opposite is obviously true as well, you know, you might have an inexperienced agent on the other side, and they don't know how to deal with the seller's or the buyer's emotions. So you need to counter everything. Um, when the market starts to change more noticeably, and you guys are already, already noticing this, you're going to have a ton of agents who have never had to counsel sellers – on how to, and why to take, oh, that's a ridiculously low price, or you know, all those types of emotional responses that sellers have. If they're coming off the sugar high of having been in a seller's market for a long time, I promise you they're going to be buttheads about taking reasonable offers. They're not going to listen to your best CMA. They're not going to listen to logic. They're just not going to. The market's going to have to take a noticeable step back before you get sellers to come off that sugar high. So you're going to have to learn the scripts necessary to get them to see the reason of, Countering every single offer because you might get an offer on your listing from a buyer, who, buyer's agent who just got their real estate license and they don't know their their close script to get the buyer to sign the contract or, to I'm sorry to you know sign the purchase contract to get them to uh, make an offer. So what do you want to offer? <laughs> right? yeah. They're not going to know. Like it. So keep these things in mind. Any experienced agent knows that oftentimes this is a better better sweet tw- truth. They have to actually do both agents' jobs, and you're going to find yourself, as you stay with the coaching program, as you become more successful, as you start talking with other agents, and you start seeing how they're not professional, except the fact that you're literally going to have to do both sides' jobs. You're going to have to counsel in a nice, non-threatening, ego way that agent how to basically negotiate the contract with their buyer or just do it for them sometimes. Make sense, Julie?
1: Absolutely. It's so true, Right. So I used to have a nickname for that, Uh, Undisclosed Dual Agency. You're secretly doing both sides of the deal but only making half the commission, right? But it's better than no deal at all. So yeah, sometimes you're going to have to work harder because of who's on the other side. That's normal in real estate. I wish I could fix it for you. We also call that job security and coaching because we're working to fix it by making all of you guys not part of the problem. So uh, point number six, remember, as long as the buyer wants to buy and the seller wants to sell, you have a deal. You just have to find the way, and that's from negotiating up front, getting through inspections, changing financing, whatever it is. Instead of getting into the drama, just ask yourself, does the buyer still want to buy the house? Yes, they haven't backed out. They're just negotiating. Does the seller still have to sell? Yes, they do. There you go. So keep the deal alive. Point number seven and really this is kind of a summary for the whole thing, keep your own emotions in check. Chances are that everyone else will be emotional, so you have to be the steady one. Be the leader. I remember, Tim, you remember our clients uh, Rich and Joan, okay? And they were building this big, incredible, fancy, gorgeous house, but there were so many things they were going through, right? And they, they ended up getting relocated right after that, and there was all these things going on. And I remember being pretty stressed about that. It was a pretty big deal for us. It was a little bit intimidating. And I remember Rich came over and put his arm around me and I thought, oh boy, I must be in trouble. Something's going on here. And he said, I just want you to know how much I appreciate you being the steady one throughout the transaction and not letting us get off track. And I thought, wow, you know, that's not how I felt things were going, (laughs) but that's how he felt things were going. So Keep your emotions emotions in check. if that means you hang up the phone sometimes and run around the block around your office to blow off some steam, that's okay. But when you're amongst your clients and prospects, keep your own emotions in check. Be the leader in the transaction. Does that make sense, Tim? It
0: does, and you know the keeping keeping your emotion it, it, but Julie, it's difficult really, but you know you guys know why you feel so yeah. much stress. Why, you're, why you absorb so much of this drama really at the end of the day? It's because it's not, you don't have enough deals going on. That's why. When you have one buyer, one seller, or if you have three buyers or you know, whatever, you just don't have enough. So you've just – see, every deal means about a billion percent more than it actually should because you have no backup, backup, backup deals, right? Because your cash flow yeah. sucks because you haven't learned how to self-generate. So really what this comes down to is something that Julie thought of years and years and years ago. If you generate, you don't have to tolerate. So the reason that this business gets so stressful, and Julie, I'm leading you right into your actually point number nine. You can kind of just Mm -hmm. jump around on this to make sure we get all these points in today. Um, When you have 10 listings or 20 listings or 30 listings, and one of them basically fires you because they have a bad day, you're like, next. That's the mindset. That only comes when you're willing to actually generate so you don't have to tolerate all the drama that people seem to love in this industry. So, Julie, your next point?
1: Yes, uh, the last three are pretty quick. Point number eight, think about what you're doing, but don't brood, plot, plot or assume. Make sure you have the actual facts and aren't making up stories to escalate the drama. I see this a lot. You know, Coaches talk about this. I see this with our own clients, where you guys are, say things like, well, this must be going on, or this is the reason they didn't call back, or this or that. Don't make up stories. Okay, The real story is probably actually more interesting, so make sure that you don't assume what's going on. Make your decisions based on reality. Point number nine, if it doesn't work out, let it go, as Tim just said. And point number 10, my favorite, always ask for help from your coach. We've been there. We've done that. Every single one of our coaches actually sells real estate. Okay, so it makes a big difference. Walked in your shoes. We're here to help you. Don't feel like you have to reinvent the wheel all the time. We do know what it feels like to go through this stuff, and that's why we made two podcasts about this topic, the uh, Conflict Avoider's Guide to Actually Embracing Conflict. You're not going to escape it ever in this business. I can't just make it go away for you, so you better get good at dealing with it. Make sense, Tim?
0: It does. It absolutely does. Um, So mindset check, guys. How do you feel right now after you've heard these points? How do you actually feel? What are you thinking about? Are you going through and you're thinking about, well, I – think I could have probably handled that particular you know, buyer or seller differently or that voicemail differently. One of the key things that Julie suggested, which is really powerful, is giving yourself that little opportunity to kind of take a step back. When you feel that emotional surge that comes from some little bit of drama, it just pops up, that little emotional spark. Here, I'll, get, I'll set the stage so you guys can clearly understand my point. When you're in a situation, let's just say you're driving in traffic, and out of nowhere, some guy in a car next to you cuts you off, flicks you off, starts yelling obscenities at you, and you're like, what the hell? I was just here having a nice cup of coffee, driving, listening to you know, classical music, going to an appointment, and here's this raging lunatic, right? You guys have been in similar situations, haven't you? So how do you feel in that particular situation? You feel attacked. You feel like you need to attack back. If you're in Texas, you're going to probably just shoot them. You know, you feel these emotions that, that are absolutely positively unfettered, right? You guys have been there. How often have you then reacted to things like that and then have regretted it later? Or you thought to yourself, well, that made no sense. That person pulled me right into their little emotional black hole, right? Guys, think about this. That is the weakness that basically comes from not monitoring your own emotional, your no, own emotional state. When I was describing a situation for you, I bet you some of you, those of you who are paying attention, actually felt that tightness, that emotional response, that ego response. A lot of you felt that, didn't you? Okay? That response is the very thing that you must stop reacting to. Listen to your coach. Take yourself through that same exercise that I just did. Notice how just from the, your thoughts, you actually feel that stress. You feel that drama. You must stop reacting to that because that is weakness. That is your ego. That is you absolutely positively feeding you know, a side of you that is not going to result in you having success, not putting you in a mindset of service, not putting you in a mindset of profit. You guys with me on this? That's the reason... You have to have a disciplined approach to virtually anything and everything where you take a step back and you, you can build, develop systems on how to do it. you can you know one way of of course is just not respond right away. another way of course is not respond you know emails, voicemails you know, put those in uh, you don't check emails, you don't check voicemails in the morning, you don't want to start your day off again, real estate treasure map walks you through all this guy all this mindset building stuff. but beyond that, just recognize the facts start with this one basic truth that your initial reaction that gut emotional ego feeling is weakness and you should not respond to it stop allowing that to rule your life because that is the very thing that's keeping you broke it's keeping you in a dark place so when you have that emotional response just take a breath I don't care what's going on. Take a breath. Now, if a bus is speeding to you, is speeding at you or if something truly life-threatening is about to happen, please react and get the hell out of the way. But at all the other times, obviously, when it's just essentially drama from another human being, take a breath and choose. Make a choice. Say, oh, there's that little feeling. I can feel that anxiety feeling bubbling up inside of me. And that anxiety, anxiety feeling, that ego feeling, that emotional response wants me to attack back. Don't attack back. Take a step, Brax, take a breath, and then allow yourself to cool off, and then you can observe. Become the observer of your own emotional response. Notice that within yourself that emotion was starting to swell up. Then notice the fact that now that you're observing it, that almost like you're coaching yourself, right? Now that you're observing it, notice that that emotional response immediately starts to go away. It doesn't control you anymore. Now, when you get good at that, you're going to start seeing other people who have never even had the concept that this is something that's a weakness within them. And you're going to start seeing all these people around you who are absolutely positively emotional pinballs, who have no control over how they react to anything. And, and you're going to then start to – and I know this guy might sound a little highfalutin, if not a little bit, I don't know, far-reaching. But what will start happening is – you, because you have a control of how you're going to respond to something that normally would have pulled most people into the pit, because you don't act like that, you're going to develop an aura about you, and people are going to, you know, that's, that you can build strength from that. People want to do business with you. They want to be around you. who have this calmness about you. Think about this, guys. A little obtuse for our radio show. I'll agree with you on that, but for those of you who are ready for that message, run with it. Pursue it. Email us if you want any more information on how to continue this path. Um, This is normal stuff I share with our elite coaching clients, but there you go. So Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com, Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, guys, look, we're almost halfway through January. What the heck are you doing differently this year that's going to make it so that last year, no matter how good it was, I know a lot of our coaching clients had incredible years, I want last year to be nothing other than a staging ground for all the incredible things you're going to experience this year. Make those things happen. Drill down, stay focused. If there's ever anything we can do for you, please reach out. Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, guys, have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at TimAndJulieHarris.com.